Hello, everybody. This is Orange from Taking in the Scene, and Ooh. we're doing this is um this is a, a special special episode. Is that what we're calling it? <gasps> special we're calling episode. them yeah, super special episodes. Special episodes. And this one's going to be an interview. Um, but before we do all that, before we get to all that, I'm going to first introduce my peoples. My peoples. I'll point to both of you so that way neither <laughs> of you know which one to go first. Um, well, you said you're orange. You're warm orange, correct? Yes. Just yeah, I'm warm Are you cold orange, hot orange? Just uh, tepid orange? Just a little, just Fall a little, orange. Just a little okay, cool. You know, throw, throw a little salt on it. Um, I think you should, like as a joke, change <laughs> your name to tepid orange. No. Just to so, fuck with people. So there's a running joke of like calling me like things that are orange adjacent or warm adjacent. Okay. And I'm not going to give everybody any ideas, but Tepid Tangerine is one of the... I love that. That sounds like a band. I hate it so much. Yes. I hate it, but I love it. Tangerine. Speaking of which, I'm (laughs) Mango Sorbet. And... I don't have a fruit-related name, unfortunately. (laughs) But if I did, (laughs) we'll figure that out by the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, I am uh, Denzel Darko. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ooh. the one and it. only Denzel Darko, and we're here to do an episode on um, was was it toy making? Is that the official title we're calling it? Yeah. I believe so. We, we, we totally planned this ahead of time. I just don't remember because I don't have the sheet in front of me. <laughs> uh, is it toy making? Yeah, it's toy making. There is okay. no title on the sheet. Can you tell that we're professional experts we at what we do? Yes. Um, and who are we here with? Or yeah, would you like to do oh, the introductions? We are here with the one and only Marionette. Woo, I'm assuming Woo. I pronounced it right. Which, which is funny, because every time I see the word Marionette, I always want to say Marionetti, but it's French. So you're not supposed to pronounce the last words. Is that right? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds very French. Orange, like, full tell understanding. Us, tell us some things about Marionette. <laughs> yes. So, so Marionette has been an active member in our local community for the past 15 years, and um, a toy maker for seven of those 15 years, and she specializes in creating toys that are unique and different, though blood toys are her personal favorites because it's all about the blood. Uh, Marionette classifies herself as a switchy, sadomasochist, polyamorous, pansexual. Wow. That's, Say that that's, 10 times. <laughs> geez, switchy, sadomasochist. Switchy, sadomasochist, polyamorous, pansexual. Yeah. Switchy, switchy sadomasochist, polyamorous, pansexual. Switchy, sadomasochist, polyamorous, pansexual. Oh, man. Uh, who, who, use, uh, who uses toy making as a wonderful artistic outlet. Heck and yeah. her pronouns are she, her, if you haven't picked up on that. But I want to specifically call it out. Welcome, Marionette. Thanks for having me. Woo, we're so Woo-hoo. excited to have you here. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be here. Um. So we have a, a bunch of things to ask you today. We're hoping this is just going to be like a chill, cool conversation about toy making. Um, can you tell us, a, like, just off the bat, what brought you to the kink community, how long you've been here, what you love about it? So it all started one Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> was it dark and stormy? Oh, I was thinking I mean, band it was camp. dark and stormy. Band oh, yes. Camp. But oh, my God. Also, of course, band camp. <laughs> um, it was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. At, the Re- at the Rialto. Wait, can I interrupt you? Of course. Because when I read your intro, I lit- when I read Switchy, Sadomasochist, Polyamorous, Pan- oh my God, Polyamorous, Pansexual, I literally said in my head, um, transvestite, tra- transsexual from Transylvania. I literally was just like, this sounds like Frankenfurter. Continue. I just needed to interrupt with that. All good. So, yeah. It was our tradition, and I mean, granted, this was in high school, 
Mm, and wow. you could okay. go, like you could go yeah. to the Rialto and it did not matter. And you know, you're our parents, man, I was a feral child. Like <laughs> yeah. my mom did not care. My mom was like, as long as this household runs, get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am. Not absolutely. <laughs> Is and your house running? You should catch it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Boo. Sorry. That's my job. <laughs> so I started going there and they, had people getting like whipped in the back and mm-hmm. I'm like, the fuck is that? <laughs> Can it happen to me? Yeah. And they're like, are you 18? <laughs> no. You're like, it's one day. One day. One day. And, it went, and granted, like we were actors in it, you know, mm. at 16, you mm-hmm. know, doing all of that fun stuff. And I turned 18 and I was like, oh, I'm 18. Hit me with it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I actually ended up finding my first mentor there. Mm. I ended up, you know, getting um, what I consider more of a classical training background mm-hmm. in like service mm. and submission through that, through those connections, because that was a kinky space right. that was like kink adjacent in a way mm-hmm. that a lot of people could in a safe way meet. Yes. And then be like, okay, let me introduce you to like what is a house party. Let right. me introduce you to the internet I honestly, and how that all goes about. Yes. I, I mean, Rocky, we could do a whole episode on Rocky because it's such a place for Season queerdos. Four? Season four? It's such a <laughs> safe place for queerdos and kinky mm-hmm. and poly people. And Can I make a confession? Yes. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, wait, well, wait, 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 that's wait, not... The play or the movie? Or uh, either. Okay, okay, but that's just an opportunity. It's going to happen. It's not a big deal. It's, it just it's, means it's in the process of getting changed, but it hasn't has been changed yet. And 100% when you go, you you have to dress as Rocky. Oh, I do? Yes. 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 Oh. You have to tell them you're a virgin so they can... Well, I can't tell you everything else, oh. but... Oh, there's a secret? Oh, there's my God, there's a, a secret? It's not really a secret. Yeah. It's not really it a secret. It depends on where you go, too. It's and like a rite of the, passage. Y'all, it we is are a getting rite of passage. passage. <laughs> very much off subject. I just wanted to say, it makes sense to me mm-hmm. that you found your, you know, kinky queerdo community in Rocky. It di- I did. And, and you know, I, I also, like, went to, like, a arts high school. So, like, to be uh, straight so was, like, the nerd. weird thing. Yeah. It was, like, <laughs> like, no, like, Taboo when we... to be straight. When we saw straight, it's straight so embarrassing. It's, it's straight? Did you have to come out as straight? Like, well, I mean, I... No, I other people. But Not other you. people, yeah. Like, you had, to, you had to be, like... But also, I mean, there was a lot of consent language and things like that. Of course. In, in a theater background and Absolutely. things like that. So, yeah. you know, going to other things that were very cis-minded or very mm. gendered-minded for the the normies, as I like to call them. Like, yes. It's like a muggle, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my it, gosh. It was that moment of going, oh my God, you guys have no idea. My, you know, the straight friends I met in college, I'm like, do you know what consent is? Do you know what oral <laughs> oh, sex oh is? You what do you mean again. he doesn't go down on you? Uh. <laughs> I mean, you got to come back for season four. We can talk about that then because yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's like, the it's thing, like, the whole episode is the things the straights don't know. Yeah. The, oh, 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 I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Please yeah. do actually write yeah, that the down. Straight, things the straights straight don't know. Straight talk about straights. <gasps> straight talk. Straight talk. <laughs> we have to call it straight talk. <laughs> and, and, and also oh as, as a side God. note, um, I, I would like to just kind of 
feed off of this and just kind of say like, you know, what kind of kinks do you dabble in anyway? Because like you mentioned impacts. <laughs> Such you a mentioned... cute story question. What are you into anyway? Oh, oh well, that's <laughs> a lot. Um, so, so my first kink was actually dollification. Dolli- oh. Dollification. Marionette. That's where the name oh. comes from. <laughs> so I would have definitely thought whipping given your story, but I'm on, I, yeah, it's all yeah. making sense now. So for... With my madam, the way that she trained me was she would pick out my outfit mm-hmm. and like she would have these dinner parties. And I mean, this was like high protocol, mm. fancy bishes, like mm. holy shit, like these handwritten kind of like invites kind of thing with like the wax seal. And I was like, not oh, a wax seal. Wax seal. <laughs> wax seals are my kink. Oh my are, goodness. Wait, it was wait, what so are wax good. seals? You know. Like you know, a letter? Like, like on, on a, a letter, letter someone like... And they stamp it? Like put it on they, you? No, no, they pour I'm, wax I'm on a letter I think and then they stamp aesthetic. it. Okay, okay, I understand, I understand. I, it's I, like I, a I, decree I, from royalty. I'm making a understood. joke. I'm saying the aesthetic is my kink. It's not actually my kink, Although wax seal sounds like a band That's as well. Um, Marinette, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> We're not going to get anywhere today. It's okay. We'll, we'll do what we can. It's all right. So um, she would dress me up and I would observe. Because when you're a doll, you don't move. You are there to be aesthetically pleasing. So I would sit and I would watch, and at the end of the night, she would debrief and say, what did you learn tonight? What dynamics did you learn? What questions do you have? And that was her way of me getting to see in a very non-intrusive manner what kink was. Mm -hmm. And also it was a way for me to have that alone time. Mm Because, like, guys, I'm a kid from the 90s being autistic and female wasn't something that anyone else knew about. It didn't get diagnosed. You know, I have ADHD. That also for women, especially is not something easily diagnosed. So, well, the diagnostic criteria for both is focused heavily on cis men. Yeah. So for me, um, the whole medical system, the whole medical system Mm. is it's look, Mm. look, another, another, another another episode. (laughs) I'll write it down. I'll write it down. We we can discuss at our next dinner party. So, but for me, that was a way for me to turn my brain off. And that was a way for me to hyper-focus on something. And she saw the signs and knew that for me to be not such a feral kid and to be able to find the structure Mm -hmm. and stability that I needed for my own mental health was to just shut my fucking brain off Mm -hmm. and focus on something and learn something and turn everything else off. Right. And that for me, was a turning point, not just in my kink world, but in like my whole worldview mm. in a lot of ways. Because I mean, I grew up in the South. Mm. I'm, I, I mean, I grew up, uh, yeah, it's one of those like, I could go on a whole spiel on what it's like trying to be kinky in the South, but mm-hmm. it's it's not as fun as some people think with like banjos and barbed wire. Uh, Not that I don't do barbed wire play because I absolutely do. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, But from there, she was like, okay, let's see how far it goes for you. Let's see how much of a masochist you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's changed. Your body changes and you have to give yourself some grace with that because Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I was a heavy impact bottom. I was like, fucking kick me with your steel-toed boots in my cunt. Yeah. Like, that was that was a thing. And, I mean, it's still a thing. But mm-hmm. I'm more like, please just tap. Look, I, I my pelvic bone can't uh, take it like it used to. Yeah. Um, you have to be a little bit of a lady about these things. Um, but seriously, though, like, that was my thing. I was like, hit me with the two-by-four. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I fucking want it. Mm. Now I'm older. 
now I am older and wiser. I'm older, I'm wiser, but I also like your bodies and hormones change, but also, you know, I ended up developing a heart condition. Uh So impact is a no, no, like big, heavy two by four impact is a no, no. But I found a love of whips through that. Mm. I found a love of going to those kinds of extremes. Whips are probably one of my top favorite signal whips. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, piece of resistance. So you said you you grew up and you went to an art school, and mm-hmm. do you believe that this funneled the creativity that allows you to now be on the making side as opposed to just the the usage of toys and things? So tell me, like, how did you yeah. make the jump into toy making? So toy making quite literally stemmed from not being able to find something different mm-hmm. and being able to meet like my needs and my desires because I'm a blood player. Like mm-hmm, whips mm-hmm. are great for when Can I'm you out explain in that to oh, our listeners sure. real quick. So I like to do kinks that are going to cause me to bleed. Mm-hmm. I like to do decorative cuttings. Mm. Um, if you actually go on my fat page, you'll see like my main page is like, oh yes, there's a pair of tits there, but you have a de- I have decorative scarification all the way from mm-hmm. my side ribs all the way down to almost my knee. Mm-hmm. So that for me is like the epitome of a good night mm. oh, is wow. being able to have that kind of intense play. It's not for everybody. I love mm-hmm. intense needles. Right. Someone's like, oh, I did a 25, and I'm like, I would fucking murder my needle top if they (laughs) threw a 25 at me unless they are, like, doing it for aesthetic purposes, for, like, a pit to make a picture out of needles. What is a 25? It's the gauge, right? It's the gauge of the needle. So Mm -hmm. the higher the number, the smaller the needle. So, like, a 25 is something you use on, like, a baby. It's like mm-hmm. you don't even mm-hmm. feel it. It's Tell just us how you there. really feel. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that's for infants. Like oh, okay. legitimately, oh, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not a slight. I thought you, <laughs> thought you were being. No, hey, all no, you no, babies no. listening it's, in. No, it's for actual <laughs> children, so it doesn't hurt them so bad. I got right? you, got you. And it's for thinner skin, so like the elderly, a lot of times, gotcha. to not blow their veins out mm. and things like that. Well, but, so, so, so may I question? Sure. Well, what what gauge needle, if you happen to know, do they use for like drawing blood? Uh, uh, like like so blood donations. Like that's typically an eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, eighteen so, or a sixteen. Uh, that just, that just depends. Gotcha. Um, and that like a sixteen is my warm up needle. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, like my, my favorite. I'm like, oh, you got the ten gauge for me. Oh, <laughs> you got wow. the. I'm like, yeah, I want that. And you're gonna stack it and then you're gonna punch it. Ooh, and people are like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like my my own daddy is like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's fair. He, he'll he's he was a trooper one time and like held me from behind because there was no back to like for me to lay against right. while it was being done. And he's like, I'm gonna puke. Oh my god. Oh no. I'm gonna pass out. Oh no. Um before we continue, <laughs> just on the explanation front for our listeners, mm-hmm. um can you talk about just safety and blood play and of course. Um, um if someone's interested in that, if there's like just a safe way to enter that. So this is going to just be a carte blanche across the board for anyone who gets into kink. Take a basic anatomy class mm. for the love of all that is holy of yeah. any like for higher rope? power you need impact? to. Mm. Impact? I don't care. Impact? Yes. Rope especially. Rope especially. Um, even if you're doing things like choking. 
mm-hmm. or yeah. massage like, or, or something massage, like that. Yeah, you got to know the body. Uh, joint manipulation. Yeah. Uh, rough body play. Yeah. It doesn't matter what play you're into. Even something as simple as I like to have human furniture. I have a partner mm-hmm. who is just for that. And for them, I need to take into consideration what m- manipulation I'm having them contort their body into. Right. And what medical needs they already have. Right. Because I can absolutely cause a sciatic flare up mm-hmm. if I'm not considerate of that oh, as wow. a cop. Totally. So I took basic anatomy when I was in college. Because I thought I was going to go into med school, and I really quickly figured out organic chem was a bitch, oh. and I wasn't doing it. Um, <laughs> That's the one. I used to be an organic chem Speaking TA. Of oh. oh my <laughs> really? god! Really? I was. Oh um, my god! Masticated. <laughs> right. Oh, y'all no, wouldn't want to be a TA. Y'all wouldn't want to be in my class. Y'all I would want to be, be my your, student. I would gladly Obviously, be in your class. Obviously, you know I would love to be your student. But OCHEM is a, as a masochism too far. I'll take the needles. Thank you. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm good, huh? Like, thank you, any, but no thank you. If it's in a constellation, like, like chemistry was, Chem 2 did me in. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> so, so I, I couldn't even make it organic. Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those that like, that's something you need to do. That, that's a basic. But for anyone who wants to go into what I consider like a 300 level class, mm. which is blood play in of itself. Mm-hmm. A big thing to understand is how blood can aerosol mm. itself. Yes, and really. Absolutely. It can. Absolutely it can. It's like and six feet, right? It's, it's up to what? six feet. Yes. So wow. that's why Whoa. like everyone says, like if you are playing in a public space and you get a cut, you need to come down. Yeah. You need to come either come down or you need to go in and patch that up and switch toys. Mm-hmm. I have seen what? players, I have seen players in the scene who will beat someone bloody. Mm-hmm. throw the toy into their general toy bag and then ah. go beat somebody else. I mean, not with that toy, but it also went in the Ew. back. Right. And I Ew. did not consent to you aerosoling it Mm-mm. in this, you know, warehouse Public place. place. Yes. Oh my gosh. And keep going. Yeah, it was hot to watch. I'm not going to say it wasn't because I was yeah. absolutely right there going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I don't know what they have. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah, I don't, that's huge. Yeah. I don't know that. And I did not consent to be exposed to it. That's yeah. not in my risk card. And I think because of that, it makes sense why so many places don't allow for blood Correct. Because they right. can't protect. Right. They can't like. You can't you see can't an plan, aerosol. Right. You can't see it. <laughs> you, you just you, can't plan for you that. You don't know. Yeah. Um, so a, a big thing is understanding how blood works, but also mm-hmm. understanding how to do like, pre- like any kind of prep. So if you're going to be doing any kind of needle cutting, um, even brand, like brandings, especially mm-hmm. brandings, but things of that nature where you're going to localize it, mm. you need to make sure that it's cleaned correctly. Mm-hmm. Find a mentor. Don't just go to the internet and hope that you're going to know how to do this because you watch somebody do it on YouTube or something, <laughs> or, you know, you watch porn and it happened in it. Right. Cause they, they did a whole bunch of prep work on the back end that they yeah. never showed you. Of course. I, I I almost feel like we need to do a whole separate episode on on like blood prep because this is there's so much info. I have like a thousand follow up questions. <laughs> well, but 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 also you mentioned toys, so, so yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so okay, blood toys. Let's let's go to that. So when can, in, before we do that, actually, yeah. uh-huh. can you talk about? How did you get into toys? Thank you. That's yeah. How did I get to what? How did you get into toy making? Yeah, because I wanted blood toys and I couldn't find them on the market. Right. 
So um, it also helps that my daddy's an engineer, mm-hmm. and I am also very science-minded. And so we went, hmm, lazy dumb toy. I don't want to have to exert so much energy <laughs> um, because I'm a whore, and I like to play with a lot of people. And yeah. not just, like, bottoming. Like, I top mostly for others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I only really bottom for, like, a select few, like, mm-hmm. under five people, to be 100% honest. Um, I so very use, short people, it sounds like. Um, I, you know, not so much. Not so much. I mean, oh he's just said under five. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm making the bad. Mango's taking my job. No, it's the babies who are getting the 25 gauges <laughs> under five. No, no, I'm the under five. I'm only 4'11". It's fine. Um, but oh, no. in that respect, <laughs> you know, I wanted to be able to play longer and... Um, because I rode my body hard in my like 18 to 20 years mm-hmm. old stage, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh God, carpal tunnel. Oh. Like, oh no, tendonitis. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, what am I going to do? And he's like, well, let's figure out how to make these better. I love that. Let's, ha- let's figure out how not to like destroy your wrist. Efficiency. And- and, and you're making toys for the disabled community, it sounds yes. like. So like for we sure. have an entire line of chain toys that oh we do God. that... Or ones that are on um, jump rope, they're on ball bearing bases. Mm. So they're like, you get them out of a jump rope, to be 100% honest with you. But the ball bearing means all I have to do is get a fulcrum, get it Mm. in motion, and it's doing the work. My wrist isn't doing it. I can move my whole body if I had to in order to get it going. And what's the process for... So I'm I'm hearing like you're sort of creative with your materials. Oh, absolutely. There's... We have some standard toys as far as like what they're going to look like, um, especially now. Like the longer we've been doing it, the more standardized we've made things. When we first started, it was like throw an idea at some material mm. and no two things are going to look the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone loved uh, is that yeah. you weren't going to get the same toy every time. A one of one. Of one Ooh. of one. And we still do a mm-hmm. lot of one off toys mm-hmm. because we go into a store and we're just like, oh. I'm going to put that on a stick. Like, that's our joke with each other is, I'm going to put that on a stick. And he's just like, yep, we're absolutely putting that bitch on a stick. And um, and it doesn't mean that it's actually going on a stick. But, right. But right. we're going to do, that's going to be an individual toy. There's only one of it. That's fucking amazing. We're going to run with that one. Right. But you also find that people come back for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And mm. always saying, oh, no, I only made one of it is not a good like business mindset, but that wasn't where we started from. We didn't, we didn't start making toys from a root of wanting to be a business. We started it by wanting to fill a need and Mm -hmm. we wanted to fill a need for not just people who are having mobility issues. We didn't want to just start something because, you know, we thought it'd be cool. We wanted to also fit a need of everyone started as a baby kingster. Mm -hmm. No, we all did. We yes, all yeah, came yeah. in yeah, here and went. Sure. We all went, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know. Do I like it? I think I like it. It yep. looks really cool. Can I touch it? <laughs> right? We all did. Right. But not everyone's going to decide, I absolutely love a flogger. True. They're right. going to go, oh my God, I fucking hate that thing. And I spent $300. My first flogger I ever bought was $300 because that's all Ooh. you could get at the time. Oh my gosh. Like, yep. Or you could get Adam and Eve shit. And I was right. not oh, going no. for that lesser... <laughs> Adam and Eve stuff, not right. anything against the vegans or anything, but right. those things are a piece of shit from China. And 
they don't really do anything. Like, I could hit your balls with it, and you would not even know. Mm. Just saying. They're, like, this big. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. As big as my hand. So, I didn't want any of that. But I was also, like, not everyone can spend $300 on a flogger. Not everyone can spend $100 on a flogger. Yeah. So, I'm notoriously known for my $5 and $10 bin. Because, or my dented and dinged bin. Oh, that's Because I'm, like... You are in here. This is your very first event, and you have gone to like two sloshes, and you found us on the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby muffin, hold on. Yeah, right. Let's let's well, spend twenty dollars, and you can walk out of here with four toys. I love that. So it's what it's it's very cool to hear that like you from a personal need created something that is now more accessible to like the community. So mm-hmm. how does like um. You know, how does somebody go about if they wanted a toy? Like, is there a process? Like, what do you do if somebody's like, I want this done? Do you work with them? Like, what's mm-hmm. the process for creating a oh, specified yeah. toy? So people can vet message me if they also have any kind of modifications that they need or want to start that conversation. Because, like, for myself, a lot of times, a lot of toys, standard toys, are not made for my hand, mm. right? I have a tiny hand because I'm a tiny human <laughs> and they, it's like, I can't get my hand all the way around the handle, much less again, sing it. So, you know, they'll be like, Hey, I'm such and such. I really need a smaller handle, you know, to be able to, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or, you know, I love a certain color. We do that too all the time That's on, amazing. on what people want. And like, we've really listened to feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things that, it has kind of driven our a whole new design like brainchild that that we've had in the past I want to say two years um, is people bitch a lot about like wrapping on floggers. They're like, I really oh. love thud, I love thud, but I hate the sting because mm-hmm. it wraps and hits me in my no no square, and yep. I'm not yep. okay yeah. with that, and yeah. it no ruins no an square. entire. Have have I have experienced it exactly have once? Confirmed. And <laughs> Denzel, you've been there. Not <laughs> fun. Not fun. I love that. <laughs> So what doesn't, like, just think science-wise, what doesn't cause any kind of sting? Or rather, what causes sting? The opposite of a bee. <laughs> Sorry. Boo. An eeb. Boo. Okay. I get it. Guys, I, I just want to pause and step out of character for a second. Mango, you're taking, my, you're taking so my corny sorry, joke. I'm so sorry, It's like... <laughs> Okay. She said science. Uh, I went only, to entomology. I'm sorry. The only thing I have left is to request a 90 minute episode. That's all I got. That's all I got. We'll consider no. it. Consider um, it. Okay, give us the answer because I'm dying to know. So the thing about a flogger is, is that it has edges. It has mm. pointy edges. Oh, right. Pointy, pointy edges, right? Uh, Sharp ends to it. So you round and them off. So I make circles. Uh, I love it. Wait, because cause think about it. it. A flogger also... Not it will not all stay together at one time. It will flare out. That's exactly. one of the beautiful parts about it. If that's what someone's looking for, but if that's not what they're looking for, that's a bitch, and they don't want it. Yeah. So I have an entire line of toys that is made up of circles. Wow. That we call them bouquets, because that oh. we've also heard them called chomping cabbages. Yeah. We've also heard <laughs> no, we've heard I've them called those. coral and brains and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, that's and amazing. It is, and you know we do we have like version one you know point oh one we have version 2.0 because people are stupid and they decide they want to try to break things yeah people will test that warranty if you they do absolutely but 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 just in the same vein because like we're talking about vending we're talking about people just kind of coming up like is is there any like correlation between like 
you know, okay, let, let me ask it this way. What? How does one vend? You need a machine first off. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, and everything that goes with that, it's a great question. So as a vendor, mm-hmm. um, part of it is your reputation, yeah. right? Oh, really? So yeah. I, I tell everybody this. I will not vet people a lot of times. And everyone's like, why? You've known mm. me for 15 years. Because my I have built my reputation mm. in this community, specifically in the R like the Raleigh-Durham triad area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for over 15 years, guys. Mm-hmm. I have worked my ass off to be a member of this community who, you know, works very hard to be considerate and conscientious and mm-hmm. not soil my name. And by putting my name with somebody, I automatically have a tarnish. And it's yeah. not that I don't like somebody. So what do you mean when you say I don't vet people? Well, so d- d- don't vouch, I mean. I don't vouch right, right. for people. Oh, yeah. okay. Like I, I was so I, confused because everything like, you said after was the opposite. I was so <laughs> like, you will not be the vet-her. I will yeah, not be yeah, the vet-tor. Okay. Yes, let me rephrase oh, that. I will not be word. the vet-tor like yeah. of gotcha. somebody. Okay. Because a lot of people do try. And so because of that, my name is, is known and has a good connotation. So right. yeah. if you are known as a shitty human, no person who runs an event is going to be like, absolutely, you can come and vend at my event and you can teach classes because I do teach classes all the time on, on blood play Mm. on degradation play. Like these are not squeamish classes. I teach. These are the ones that you go in and go, okay. Like I felt bad. One time I did a blood play class and it was the girl's very first time (gasps) going to any class and it was her very first class. And I thought she was going to pass out. And I might have tried to chose this for her, her best friend. And I think that that was a cunt, but that's a whole other story (laughs) for another day. Darn you, best friend. Darn Darn you, best friend. friend. But like, because of that actual event, like hosters, you know, people who host events are going to ask me because I do have that reputation. Right. And you just don't. And I, and I, well, I'll go to events and mm-hmm. I will vend, but I'm not going to say, hey, you know, you asked me about this one douchebag who put this writing up on FET. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you should just overlook that. Absolutely not. Oh, no. no. Oh, God. Never. Yeah. No, Never. Well, even if they're the best upstanding human. And I've got some really amazing upstanding humans in like my leather family right. and in my polycule and all of that. And I won't vet them. Right. Yeah. Like, right, I'm not, right. I'm not going to be the vet tour for them because right. they have to, make it or break it on their own two feet. Well, but, but, but Marianne, just in the follow-up on that, like, mm-hmm. like, so, so the reputation is what allows you to kind of get to the events, but like, as far as like, how do you vent? So your reputation is what you're saying is what sells or gets so, people to ask you to vent at there. So that the, doing that groundwork mm-hmm. made it so that when I did start selling toys, people are like, Oh yeah, I've known you for like 15 years or, you know, for some of them. So like I have, been with this uh, a local munch group in like the Raleigh area where I kind of started in the local local scene if you want to think about that way of like Mm -hmm. finding people other like-minded folks and things like that and by knowing them and when I went to them I said hey you know I'm wanting to to vend you're looking for vendors for an event can I be one of them and they're like yeah, you're not a shit human being. Let's absolutely do this. I first started vending, and this was before toys. Like, right. mm-hmm. I was selling tea. I sold a like, hustler. 
I, right? I, I definitely was like, yeah. you're selling gossip before no, I remember no. what. <laughs> like, <laughs> like drinkable tea, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. like spilling the tea. Like, like you were selling spilt tea, and I was like, I would <laughs> buy that. I want to know everyone's level. tea. This is another level. Different. I know. What's, <laughs> what's your jokes these I'm days? So, it's not a joke. Oh that was God. really serious. Right? Okay, I'm sorry. That was a serious question, not a joke. Y'all be oh selling tea in here? Right. <laughs> Earl Grey. Gotta spill it. Green. Uh, yes. Gotta spill it. Lady Grey. Um, just saying. Yeah. One of my favorites. Lady so. Grey's my favorite too. Oh my God. Uh, twins. Was this bonding? Oh my gosh. Okay. Bonding it's bondage. Moment. Yeah, Don't bondage like... moment. I mean, bonding. All right, off the rails. So. <laughs> Then when I started making toys, I was like, hey, can I expand? And they went, absolutely. And from that, other events in the local area went, oh, we love your toys. Will you come to our event? And I went, fuck yeah, I am. Reputation. Reputation. Word of mouth. That started. And then there were others that I've absolutely, uh, like friends of mine have gone and they're like, look, this is a great event. I really think you would do really well here. And they they bring me the coordinator's information and they Mm. said, hey. Mm. You should really reach out to them. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay. You have to be able as a vendor to accept failure with grace and don't hold it against the event coordinator because especially when I started vending out of state, Mm -hmm. they don't know me. Right. Like my my word of mouth reputation only goes so far. And, you know, I have friends in Georgia. I have friends in South Carolina, Maryland, all up and down the East Coast. I've been to events. We get it. You have friends. I do. I have friends. I, <laughs> all, I under I, all, all under five. All under five. Oh, um, full circle. Full circle. I love it. <laughs> they didn't know me as a as a vendor. Like they didn't. Right. They didn't know that reputation. And right. so, you know, I had to be able to create that bridge of communication, and be okay when they said no, thank you. Right. So you can't take it personal. I guess that leads to another question um, as we're talking about like the the possibilities of when you're working in the business. Like what are some of the risks, other risks that you uh, have have either experienced or are present as you navigate being a business for a primarily kink related yeah, um, so liability. Product, mm-hmm. yeah. Liability is a big issue. Tell us about the Tell law. <laughs> so, uh, no, but that's something I did have to, like, educate myself on because mm-hmm. it's hard for others to educate you on it. It's not right. something that's really, really well known. True. Um. So, like, I do have to put disclaimers. I do have to be very clear on, like, taxes and things like that. Um, oh, my God, taxes. Like, oh, oh, my God, taxes. Oh, my gosh, taxes. Yeah. Like, you, that is something you have to be aware of and, and how that works as a business model. Mm-hmm. Um, when Once you get to a certain size, you really do need to, like, probably take a class on how to run a business because, like, I fumbled my way through this shit. Did you have shit. to, like, LLC yourself? Yes. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't imagine not doing that. I, uh, to not do it is a poor life choice because yeah. then you are opening yourself up mm-hmm. um, as an individual, and right. you don't want to do that. You yeah. want to have that protection for yourself and your family and your assets as an individual. Because they um, will take it from you. They if will take goes every wrong. every penny if something what were to happen. What you're saying is toy making is not all fun and games. It is not There's all fun. There's also LLCing yourself. There yes. is LLCing yourself. Cover yourself there's, for the risk. Um, there's that. There's also I mean, there's just the risk that somebody's gonna pull a stupid. 
Yeah. And you've got <laughs> Explain. to Explain. <laughs> so I have seen... Or expand on that. I have seen some players with the toys that I make, and if I had made them <sighs> any less durable, or if I had mm-hmm. made them any... with Without the conscientious thought process of, is that sharp? Mm-hmm. If that breaks, will someone try to stab someone with it? Mm-hmm. I know you think that that's a stupid thing to think and to, when you're making something, but I've absolutely seen people break shit and then like use the broken part to try and continue beating the person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, motherfucker, stop. So just out of curiosity, your liability ends once the sell, the toy is sold. I mean, I know you're concerned about how th- I appreciate Technically, legally, yeah, yes. But that doesn't mean that somebody, like the third party who's injured, won't try to go after you as oh, the entity. It's right. a loophole in oh all my of God. it. Yeah. If there's always that loop. And granted, if it's you took America. it to... It, it's America. If they took yeah. it to court, they don't really have the standing because right. in that situation they can, cons- and then you get into the issue of like consent. Can you consent to be assaulted? There's a big issue of whether that's even yeah. a thing. Yes. And when people say, no, it's not, but yet we let our children play yeah. football yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and hockey, well, well, like it, it's, it gets it's all contact. Oh my gosh. Right. Right. It gets so gray. It gets so gray. And, but yeah. The big thing is, as a vendor, keep yourself safe yeah. yes, at the end of the day. Orange, so, note for the next season, mm-hmm. can you consent to being accosted, assaulted in some so way? So uh, we need to interview a lawyer is what you're saying. Uh, so, yeah, well, we just need to Well, just to add on that note, um, I think we talked about in season one-ish. Uh, in the UK, they basically removed from the books um, assault by BDSM. Because it was oh, automatically, wow. if you were doing BDSM, yes, that did happen. Because they, like, they passed the law, yeah, I think, in the when UK. we were recording. Yes, but you know, <laughs> but fuck United those States. laws in the States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could sue for anything. That's incredible. Protecting the business, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. incredible. And it's not yeah. just the business, it's protecting you. Yes. yes. Because you know what? If the business fails, you're still good. Your house isn't on the chopping block. You're right. holding the bag. True. Right. Because the individual. I'm actually so interested in the right. well, well, legality what? and all well, that. Uh, j- just to keep just us ask more fun questions. Or just pivoting. So, so I was going to say, um, vending <laughs> and events. Um, speaking of fun stuff, is it true that while you're vending for an event, you don't really get to enjoy the event that much? Oh, I absolutely do not. Um, 100%. Um, so we make the joke that of all the events we go to, we never get to play at any. Mm-hmm. Ever. The only ones that actually kind of can put put up a back and five. Um. Yeah, like there, there's there's very few that let us do that. Like the right. like unless you have a really good team behind you who right. is willing to let you. Like y'all, I have events I can't even go pee at. Oh no! Like oh. there is no way. Now, granted, I now have been doing this long enough. I have friends. Yeah, yeah, and other vendors, you. and yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got to pee. Mm-hmm. Let me go. Yeah, and they're like, cool. We've got you. Or um, a lot of folks know my business partner. I like to call her my business partner. We technically have two separate entities, but we've been together Mm -hmm. almost exclusively unless one of us can't make it to an event. My business partner, um, she can at least watch stuff for me now. But when Mm -hmm. we first started, we didn't have, I didn't have somebody. I only had my daddy and um, no one wants to buy anything. And he can't be trusted. No, no one wants to buy anything Uh, from him a lot of times. Like now it's a little bit easier, (laughs) but I mean, you would think, you would think, no, no, no. He'll tell you that too in a heartbeat. Um, mm-hmm. You would think a, a grown man in a, an apron would not be intimidating, oh, but we've absolutely said, had people come up and go, 
I'm so sorry. He just scares me. What? He's so quiet and he's so big. Aww. And I'm just like, leave my daddy alone. <laughs> like, he's fine. You're the villain here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's he's such a teddy bear. Assholes. Like, but it's it's they one of those. Know. They don't know. And yeah. so a lot of times he's like, I am the pick up and put down person. It's fine. All right. I'm going to disappear. Bye. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. No. Lols, love you. Bye. Uh but yeah, you don't really get to enjoy events because mm-hmm. you, and by the time like you're done, if they do have a play party after, I'm like, the last thing I want to do right. is get <laughs> naked and have someone whoop my ass because I want to shower and nuggies, you bitches. I was going to say, <laughs> get yeah, out of my way. It's yeah. time for a hamburger and home. And I, yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting in this truck and I am getting fed. Booking it. Also, it's things like you don't. You don't get to, you. I get to social because I'm a social butterfly, right? But I don't get to go around and do all the other things right. yeah. at these events. Um, and you've got one mindset. You're like, or you have a certain mindset that you have to like. Or the hold event on to. has that for you. Is oh, like yeah. we br- like we mm-hmm. are not extending an invitation to you, the individual. We are extending an invitation to your business. Correct. So we want your business. Like I kind of relate. Like when it's yeah. like I do performances and stuff, mm-hmm. and when I'm like asked to be a performer it's like i have to be in that mindset mm-hmm. and, it, and it even, makes sense and even if you think that like you might have room like the mindset is still always there mm-hmm. in your head like i right. can't wow. escape the fact that right in 10 minutes i'm gonna get called and i'm gonna have to do something well, right well, yeah. and, and denzel just following with that like for you performer i know performing vending probably adjacent somewhere but yeah. for you performing yes. specifically it's like when you're in the crowd like, oh you per- you're the performer and so you're still in that mindset the whole night if you can even be in the crowd because sometimes yeah, they'll have you in day. like a separate area and it's mm-hmm. like like you are no longer a participant you become part of the program is what i'm right oh, wow no and i've i've done that, that. I've, I've had that too because a lot of and at some of these i also teach mm-hmm. and so i have i have a very structured like when you can get there when you have to be mm-hmm. completely unloaded, when you have to have your, right. if you have handout material, it has to go to this runner and mm-hmm. it be ready this time. Mm-hmm. And you've got to, you're always on as a vendor as well. Right. And you have to be nice. I know that sounds really bad, but have, have any of y'all tried to be nice to every person oh, for impossible. like, impossible. from like. <laughs> 10 in the morning until 6 no. o'clock in the afternoon. Oh Catch me at my day job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I understand at the day job. Customer right, service aspect. voice. But oh. the customer service is on the entire time. Right. Oh. And it's not that I don't like everybody. It's, it's just that some people don't read the room well. It's and like it's, acting for eight hours. It is. Oh. Because sometimes you're like, yep, yep, love it, love it. I'm so glad you love that. Toy. I really really need to sit down. I haven't sat down yeah. in six hours. Or I just want to mm. stop smiling. I just want to stop right. smiling. Yeah. Or you deal with people who are assholes. Like right. mm. the number of times as a vendor, I've been told, oh, it's this and this. I can make that at home. And you're like, do it. Then go make it at home. Go and make and, it at home. And, and, and that's yeah. what I, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I, when I started first off, I was very like, oh no. Now I'm like, okay, well then you do that. And I take the toy back and I put it up. Yeah. Yes. And they're just like, uh, but I want to buy it. Yeah. Or so this is a struggle for me being female, mm. and the fact that I am in a DS just the dynamic, one struggle, just the one, just the one struggle. Yeah. Nothing just, else is wrong with it, right? <laughs> um, oh, no. A lot of people 
think that my daddy does all of the work and all mm. I am is a pretty face. Oh, I, and oh, wow. I'm like, you guys have no idea how many days I've come in from the shop with sawdust under my tits, like from mm. sitting there spinning handles for like six hours. Mm. Like people go, oh, there's no way that's, that's a, da- that's a daddy's job. That's a man's job. And I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. <laughs> that lathe has more of my blood on it than anyone else. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, my to- that I call it my toy because mm-hmm. that is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you just laid there. I do. I just <laughs> laid there. Uh, I, like that was brilliant. I mean, it, it, it was brilliant, but like, like I, I didn't think of it, so now I'm disappointed in myself. Oh, don't. Oh, Denzel's hiding. <laughs> Denzel's like, I, I cannot, cannot be associated I with cannot. this level of fun. <laughs> For real. I feel. I feel like this episode has to go early in the season. I'm throwing. It's got to be like the second, the first special. Uh, right. oh yeah, that it can do that. Um, well. Uh, you've mentioned a few things that got mm-hmm. me thinking um, that like probably would have been good for you to know early on as a toy maker. Are there things you wish you knew or you wish you could tell your younger self or like when a, you first started? a novice toy maker? Like where would the, some advice to begin? So one of the things that I would have told myself, my younger self, no matter how good of an idea you have, even if it's really brilliant and you don't see anything else like it on the market because that's kind of my thing is to make Mm -hmm. things that are not on the market um you'll notice if you ever come into my booth i will maybe have five vloggers Mm. it's Mm. not the thing i focus on because other people do right and there are Mm -hmm. other people who do it well there's already a market for it. there's already a market for it i'm not going to compete with someone else's market also there is an honor among vendors that most of us (laughs) have which is (laughs) don't step on someone else's toes yeah yeah, if yeah. You, unless they ask for it. Unless they ask for it. Consent. But mm-hmm. no matter how good of an idea you have, mm-hmm. someone's going to hate it. Yeah. Someone's going to trash talk it. Mm. Someone's going to steal it. Because there's no... Yes. There's no ability to patent what we do. Right. Because trust me, I've tried. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. IP is open. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, you, you, your pee is open? IP. IP I knew, I knew, I was waiting for that. Intellectual property. Yes. (laughs) For the adults in the room. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. But continue. But that's, that's just something you have to build that tough skin on. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Facts. Well, wait, how do you, how do you go about resolving conflicts? I don't talk to them. Um, (laughs) No, like I know that sounds bad, but um, there is a member of the community who makes it very clear at any of her events that she runs or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, There are people here that she does not like that she uh, that she invites to her events. Mm -hmm. There are people I've been with I do not like. Mm, There are people I've been for I do not like. There Uh are people who buy my stuff I do not like. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with me. Right. Right. I am not a factor in my business in that regard. My opinion is not a factor uh, in that. That must be a struggle, though, yeah. at times. Um, I can imagine. I learned really early mm. on yeah. um, through, my, through my journey as a submissive mm-hmm. that the only thing that really I can control is my reaction to something. Facts. They are not worth my reaction Ooh. in mm. that regard preach right. mm-hmm. so 
I think that my training helps in that. No, do I still get mad? I mean, fuck yeah. That's yeah. my idea. Do you yeah. know how long I've worked on that? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many prototypes I broke on somebody's ass to figure out <laughs> what glue you're supposed to use? I could teach a whole class on fucking glue. Right? Oh, man. Because That's amazing. Glue, glue at the end of the day fucking matters. Hopefully and the information use, sticks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Denzel, you too? I got it. I got you it. Did that work well? Y'all like that? Denzel, <laughs> okay. coming in hot. Coming in hot. I love it. Oh, gracious. I'm just um, hurting over here. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, another thing for young vendors, I think that you need to understand, packaging mm. matters. Oh, of course. And you don't think about that. Packaging and pictures. Oh, yes. Those Promotion. things. It's not even just that. Do you know how much yeah. stuff I've made that I forgot I made it? <laughs> no, no, no. When you've been doing it as long as I yeah. have, I have people right. who are like, you made this thing for me. They're like seven years ago. And I'm like, fuck, did I? Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, shit, shit. That's mine. Well, I remember it's... that. But it, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't remember Ooh. making that. Like, Do you like sign your your toys like do you have like a I signature did, like a stamp or something yeah I didn't when i was younger oh, um, so okay. this is another good thing for yeah. young people to know is so like a watermark i, I yeah. didn't watermark my stuff i didn't sign my stuff um mm-hmm. hell i didn't even have tags when i first started guys oh i was God. like here's a, here's like these little tags from the dollar store because you, you start with what you've got right. which is i started yeah. with nothing Mm-hmm. But this is really helpful to know. Yeah. Like because these... like if you honestly, if you read reviews on Etsy, the best reviews are like, yeah, the product was great. It came in such a cute box. Mm-hmm. They wrote me mm-hmm. a handwritten card. Yeah. They like put tissue paper in there. And, and I'm candy. Like, and candy. Yeah. Oh, right. They yes. gave me extra panties, stickers. You know? Like it's every, it's honestly, yeah. The way you deliver the thing Mm-hmm. The, the, the presentation all the pomp and cir- you know all the pomp yeah. that comes with it mm-hmm. it's like plating for dinner yes. like, you yes. can cook an right. amazing meal but if it comes out on like you know yes. cardboard I'm like oh, I mean no. if it's good though if that's if that's yeah. your thing you know Preach. well well so so one thing I was going to say too is like this is all very insightful especially for people who aren't um for people who aren't aware of what goes into vending because so so as a side note very brief very brief side note I used to do I used to do volunteer photography stuff and I still do that for fun uh, for vanilla things and I would go to an event I'll spend four or five hours taking pictures and then I have to go into the editing process mm-hmm. long story short it's a lot of work and people say I love these pictures but and then it's like okay I understand but I paid my own way to go to the event and right. then I took pictures of the whole event I think it's enjoyed and then also now you, you did not complain? ask for their opinion right I didn't mm-hmm. ask for your opinion and like I was invited by the people who ran the event to take pictures for the, so that goes a long way to say like a lot of work goes into in the back end Mm-hmm. And I, I can only imagine for vending because you got to, like you said, pick up stuff, move it. You got to market it. You got to sell it. You got to have people mm-hmm. watch so you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. You got to pay your fees if there's any fee. Yeah. Inventory. Yeah. Oh, not inventory. Oh, God, inventory. inventory. <laughs> I like I almost got depressed. No, you have to understand my joy friend, um, mm-hmm. she hounded me on inventory because I didn't inventory for the longest time. I just made shit and mm-hmm. I sold shit. And I was like, I made, oh. I put this much money into it and I got this much money. And that's what I paid attention to was the money right. aspect. And she goes, no, we need to sell, see what sells well, when, yeah. where, why, how, what color combos. And I was like, that Excel spreadsheet is intimidating as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Data collection but, is the hardest part. Yes. And I was like, I don't want it. And every time I am a fucking brat, the, like, but week it before d- it depends. doing like, that. If all you care about is making making the occasional toy and selling mm-hmm. the occasional yeah. toy, then I guess it doesn't matter. But if you're like a business, like if you want this to be I mean, a business and a moneymaker, you got to do that. I would still say, even if you're just making one-offs, like 
It helps you understand. Yeah, it totally. does, yeah. It's kind of important. Like I can, I actually had to like do the thing where I went, "You're right, babe. <laughs> You're one hundred percent right. You, this was such a good idea. <laughs> oh, I was wrong." And she was like, "Fuck yeah, I was. And <laughs> yeah, you were." And I was like, "Yeah, but you're supposed to give me a little bit of a better kudo than that." Yeah. And she's right. like, "Bitch, have you inventoried what came back yet?" And I went. I'm doing it tonight. I love you. Bye. Like, well, and, and and just kind of just kind of I guess to to lighten the mood a little bit more too. What are some things that bring you joy? Because we are getting towards the end of our time period here. So, I mean, there's always joy in creating. Facts. Uh, and and this is what I would say for anyone who wants to get into toy making, right? Do it. Just mm-hmm. just fucking do it. If it blows up. Learn from it, figure out how it blew up, do it again. Because if it brought you joy to create it, if it brought you joy to see it come to fruition, hell, if it brought you joy to get all the pieces, parts, and then realize you don't know what the fuck to do with it, (laughs) that's okay too. Because having a creative outlet and being able to put that with something else that's so meaningful, I can't speak for every kinkster out there, but for me, kink has been such a vital part of my world. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I I live a DS dynamic. I have surrounded myself with my chosen family. Um, and this is just one more part of it that I get to just enjoy and get to have. Mm. So yeah. don't deny yourself it because, well, I'm not artistic. Well, I'm autistic and I'm telling you, go ahead and fucking do it because I don't have any, you know, cooth at all. There's no filter. Just fucking do it. Right. Because it can be ugly as shit. But if it works good, great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You get to say that toy right there, I put it and it's in my toy bag and I made it. That's very cool. And and like you said, what did you learn from it? Like it kind of circles back to what you started. What, uh, did, you what did you learn from? from this? Yeah, what did you learn? Did you learn that you shouldn't use Elmer's glue? Yes, you did. <laughs> don't do it again. Like, please, for the love of God, don't use Elmer's glue. Oh um, my God. That's <laughs> maybe obvious, um, but I appreciate you saying that out loud. You would think so. You would yeah, think you so. Would. You would I, think so. I have had people go, <laughs> yeah. What did I do wrong? I went, What kind of glue did you use? Elmer's. The fuck. Oh my God. Um, no, child of mine. No. <laughs> um, you need like epoxy and shit. Like, right. the fuck. Right. There's oh leather gosh. glue for a reason. Right. Like, There's leather shit. glue? Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. What? Absolutely. There's so <laughs> 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 and 90-minute episode. Right. Um, do you have a favorite toy you've ever made? Mm, that's hard. Oh. Um. Or maybe like a favorite like range, like what particular type, yeah, if there's type not a particular toy. one. So I really... I do really love our newest line of toys. I'm not going to lie because they're so pretty. Mm. And I don't think that something being just aesthetically pleasing often happens in the kink world. Like we want to match. We want to, you know, okay, I want the Turk's head handle, like wrapped flogger. But what about something that looks like a scepter and it's just fucking pretty. And then I can beat someone with it like that. Bow down, peasant. Yeah, like <laughs> I love like, that. I don't know. Maybe that's the feminine in me. Is that I 
really enjoy nothing wrong with like that aesthetic. my toys are aesthetically pleasing yeah. Ooh, that goes a long way because yes. then that like that is a representation of you as a right. wielder of toys mm-hmm. like when you do the spread mm-hmm. and it's got like oh this is this and that and it's like yeah i'm gonna beat you with like a decorative lollipop and then this mm-hmm. one is like a flogger that has like <laughs> seven different colors that's poly like uh pearlescent mm-hmm. like yeah look at yeah. me um, well, we're finishing up, mm-hmm. um, few, you know, logistics questions for you. Do you sell online somewhere you can tell our listeners about? So they can go on my Fed or they can go on okay. my Instagram. And Either one. what is your Fed name for our listeners? Uh, Marionette123. How, and how, do, you how do you spell that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Marionette is, um, M-A-R-I-O-N-E-T-T-E. One, two, three. One, two, three. Wonderful. That's and um, you'll find me on Instagram at Marionette's Teas and Toys. Ha- teas as in like the, the teas that I sell. Oh, T-E-A-S. I can't. I literally <laughs> don't know what's wrong with my brain. I cannot. Well, every so I've had people be like, you mean like teas? Like you're teasing me? Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm okay, like that mm. works too. I'm like, no, I actually like started out selling teas and that's. <laughs> that's great. So we've got Fat Marionette123 and Instagram Marionette Teas and Toys. Mm-hmm. And, and the and is spelled out. I think so, yeah. Andy. Yes. And, uh, uh, regardless, we'll, we'll put it in the description. So yes, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, well, for those, first of all, Marionette, thank you. Yeah, This of has course. been amazing. Yeah. I've learned so much. Any final words? <laughs> At the oh, end sorry. of the day, <laughs> are you going to kill her now? No. <laughs> like, I mean. Any last words? So like Any execution. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, I, I'm kind of into that kind of play, but um, <laughs> we are sending her home a, safely. Yes. Let's have a t- let's and have and a also, we haven't negotiated that beforehand. <laughs> yeah. So, so none of that. Um, I think my biggest thing for folks is that I just want them to explore. Mm. Feel free yeah. to explore this, but do it in an educated manner. And if you can't find the education readily available, Find your tribe that can help you to thrive in this community. Love that. Because we're not going to, you, me, any of us are not going to grow as kinksters, Mm -hmm. as creators, as whatever it is you want to be in this community if you don't find that education aspect. Mm. So by all means, and if you can't find it, become it. There you go. Create the things you wish existed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. What is it that Frankenfur says? Don't. um, Stop me now? No. Don't. (laughs) Oh my God. I just saw the show. Don't um, something just Just be. Don't. Oh my God. Rocky Horror? This is Rocky Horror, right? Yeah. I've seen Rocky Horror over 50 times, so I'm very embarrassed right now because (laughs) I literally don't something just be it. Oh my God. Um, anyway, for our listeners, <laughs> Marinette, thank you for being here. Maybe you can finish the statement, listeners. Yeah, you can finish it. Um, don't dream it, be it. Ah, fuck yeah. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Taking in the Scene Podcast, on FET at Taking in the Scene, and on Gmail at Taking in the Scene Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Please message us. Um, let us know. Um, what more we can talk about if you uh, have thoughts on toys we want to hear them um, and uh, Denzel how about you take us out open your mouth and take a bite out of papaya darko 